Greetings everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Leo podcast. This is your host Raman Habib and I'd like to inform you that the semi-final rounds of the 8th edition of the Claude Martin International Debates has been completed. The qualifiers for the final round are Loretto House, Calcutta and Lamartine College, Lucknow. We're now waiting for the final debate that is supposed to be happening on the 27th of August 2021. In this podcast, we have with us Mr. Craig Kerr who's the debating secretary of Lamartine College Lucknow. Hi Mr. Craker, I hope you're doing fine. The first question that we have for you today is that what are some of the challenges that you faced while organizing this event? Well, thankfully we haven't really faced that many challenges while setting this up. Luckily we're in a generation where I guess everyone is more used to using this kind of technology uh, to set up their own stuff, be it their gaming processes chatting with each other having video conferences uh, with their tutorials with their friends etc on Skype and things like that uh, we are using slightly different platforms of course for the events but the idea is generally the same our initial concern was i guess that we didn't know whether a different kind of software would allow us to have multiple schools on or not we did need to experiment with that a little bit Uh, but once we did find a few suitable uh, websites and types of software that did let us do everything it made it quite easy uh, and of course we have a good team of boys with us who are pretty tech savvy thankfully so uh, we've managed to get things up and running uh, quite easily uh, also there have been quite a few competitions that we've been sending our students for be it debates or other things watching that sending teachers who've escorted the students online etc uh, we've picked up a few tricks of uh, what is good and bad from uh, other competitions as well and so all of these things we've integrated into our own work uh, i wouldn't say it's much of a challenge more that it's uh, quite the learning experience and uh, now we at least have an alternative if we can't have physical activities Uh, in the future for whatever reason it's quite easy to switch to a virtual one thank you so much for that response moving on to the next question this is a question that we asked mr mcfarlin as well but i'd like to know your opinion on this as well what are the benefits that a student gets from exposure to public speaking and debates that in your opinion helps out a student much much more in the later part of the life oh public speaking is really important for everyone even if you don't believe that uh, you really need to go into public speaking as a line of work etc uh, if you do have a general idea of it it does really help you in almost every situation the general events that we send our students for uh, even if they are a little uncomfortable in the beginning even if they are a little worried that uh, maybe they've not done a good job etc Uh, we tend to like to send them for quite a few uh, one after the other it's more of a confidence building thing than anything else uh, our students generally will be going into things such as business uh, even if they're going into normal life situations for that matter some amount of public speaking will always put you a little ahead of everyone else so to speak So I'd say even if you can't take part in every kind of public speaking event in school uh, not every debate or every MUN etc if you can at least take part in uh, certain things that have uh, say conversation certain things that have general communication questions questions and answers uh, general communication with each other during the event 
more than anything else it will really really build uh, confidence and character you learn how to speak uh, what should be said what shouldn't be said in certain situations uh, later on in your adult life you will realize how important all of this actually was you've been supervising the debates that have been happening in a college for a long time so how do you think that the culture of debating in a school has evolved do you think that it has gotten better or do you think that we need to pull up our socks and improve our debating culture even more i think we'll be seeing a larger change in culture now uh, than the actual change since the time i first came here till now we were more used to a a slightly more aggressive stance uh, in debating in general up till this point of course that's because that was the need of that time uh, however in the last two or three years we've had a more shift to uh, a more gentlemanly style of debating not just here but in many schools altogether uh, people have or rather just seem to have become uh, slightly more pleasant towards each other i don't know if that's a corona effect uh, or if that's just how people uh, prefer speaking nowadays uh, but that also has had an effect um, on our students as well we see that most of them do have uh, a much more gentle approach to their debating focusing more on uh, defeating their opponents based on logic and wit uh, rather than intimidating them <laughs> to get their answers across yes but uh, along with that uh, earlier on we used to have a focus on uh, one particular Uh, debating team i guess you can say uh, just a few uh, boys four or so who would be sent for most things uh, that's also had quite a big change uh, recently where we're trying to send as many different boys to different uh, debates uh, as much as possible keep things uh, constantly changing uh, generally what we see is we'll have two boys uh, who are used to debating uh, taking along someone who is relatively newer and we have different teams going out for different debates in the same month so uh, instead of just that one team taking part in many things we have about uh, four or five teams going out so it's very good exposure uh, and all those teams do help each other they practice at the same time uh, all together so it's quite a good uh, culture that's developing it's a healthier culture so to speak uh, everyone learns how to interact there are different combinations uh, that we learn are good Uh, we know who works well with who mostly that sort of thing wow that's that's really great so coming on to the last question that we have for you what are some of the tips that our finalists could use to improve their arguments and their speeches for the final round of the claude martin debate when it comes to tips uh, the most important thing i feel is uh, you should know what to say when A common mistake that a lot of debaters make is uh, they start off with less important points and then try to build it up to a larger argument at the end. Uh, this is always a bit risky since if your judge loses interest in the beginning, uh, they're not really going to uh, pay that much attention later on as well. Uh, you should always start off with your largest most important points and then back it up with examples and other points. knowing your speaker role would probably be the second most important thing uh, don't try to fit everything into uh, one person you have three people out there speaking break up your points according to uh, what you feel each person's strength is of course the first person needs to 
uh, explain what the topic is. They need to provide a definition. Uh, provide a definition that obviously helps your side of the argument. As long as your definition is correct, uh, make sure that it goes with what you are going to say. Uh, if you are giving stats and figures, make sure that your numbers are accurate. Uh, I think another important point would be if you are speaking, uh, if you're not very confident about a point or if you're not very sure, uh, take your time with the statements and the phrasing of your sentences. You don't need to rush it. Uh, and if you stutter while speaking, even if you do know your points, you're not going to sound very confident overall. So the general idea here is uh, take your time, pace yourself well, uh, speak in a way that you sound confident even if you're not sure. Uh, even if the judge doesn't know a particular point, you can probably get away with it <laughs> that way. I'm not saying you should lie, definitely. Uh, but if you're not very sure of a point, as long as it is mostly true and you say it confidently, uh, it will generally be accepted. Rebuttal questions, please keep them short. The general issue that we have is people asking long-winded rebuttal questions. Uh, basically, it allows your opponents to take out points that they want from the question and answer only that. Whereas if you ask a short specific question, uh, then basically they have to answer it. There's not much of a choice. At the same time, when asking rebuttal questions, I would always suggest to quote uh, what the other person has said. Therefore, they can't say that, no, we didn't say this. Uh, that's an easier way to go about catching them. And finally, uh, when you are generally closing up your arguments, don't insult your opponents. Uh, it's generally frowned upon. Uh, you can show how uh, maybe they didn't reach a point uh, or they didn't define something or they missed out something uh, or maybe their view was a little narrow. But don't go out making it a personal attack. That's always going to be looked down upon. Uh, after all, uh, it's a debate. It's not uh, warfare. Uh, your idea here isn't to uh, show that your opponents are wrong but that your side is better. Thank you so much for that answer, sir. I am sure all these things will help the participants of the final debate increase their chances of winning this. Thank you so much, sir.